to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back over Crest Media present Keys to the City. We got new shirts, like I said. If you want them, blue, black, and white, dry fit, cotton, let us know. Message us. They're beautiful. They're comfortable. I know it's getting to the fall. But did I say the F word by accident? I said the fall word. I'm sorry. Everybody's been enjoying summer. I know Ted's not liking that, but it is starting to get. It could be we're looking to the fall now. If you want some more apparel, let us know. Also, we are streaming on all social media platforms like Keys to the City. It might be a crappy day right now in Connecticut, but the New York Yankees, we're going to be joined with D. Joseph Aguirre. And honestly, if he just wants to join, Joseph, you know the deal. Come on in. We're going to be talking also the NBA in a couple minutes. Playoffs start tomorrow. Who faces more pressure? Is it LeBron and Giannis? I think everybody thinks, uh, well, maybe it's LeBron. We'll talk about that in a few. And just talk about the playoffs in general. Now, we'll pick our winners as well before. You there? I'm there. You there? I'm sharing it on all Yankee platforms, bro. Well, this, is, I, this is what I do. Well, I'm going to work the social media world while you keep doing your introduction. I got you. I got you. It's good teamwork right there. But the New York Yankees, they're hot. They're playing well. I know it's against the Boston Red Sox, Joe. The Red Sox are showing that this is going to be a full-on rebuild mode for this team. This team doesn't look like it's going to compete. They're they're already 40-run differential, minus 40 already in the year. They're, they're a really bad team. But the Yankees are doing what they're supposed to do. We talked about it the other day. The Yankees had to win this series. They beat the Braves in the two games, and now they're on a four-game winning streak, beating the Red Sox the past two, and and dominating. They're hitting the long ball. The guys like last year, Gio Urshela, I guess that wasn't a one-time thing. He's heating up. was not a fluke. That was not a fluke. But the Yankees are dealing with the injury bug, Joe, and this is it again. DJ LeMayu is the latest now on the IL. The three biggest names, Stanton, Judge has the calf strain, and now LeMahieu, which Ted, he also suffered the same injury in 2018, you were just telling me. Yeah, and, and it took him about three weeks to rehab. We were just reading on the um, NewJersey.com and also um, I think that's the news. Mo- I think Judge, I know seeing Judge injured, but I really feel like LeMahieu having him injured and out for a couple weeks is their biggest loss just because of the factor that he's been so great so consistent well you said they you thought he was their best player and you didn't weren't saying i didn't like, say most value yes exactly best player because you said everything starts with him and and i think you you were we were right because i think you it wasn't crazy Joe kind of all agreed because he sets the tone for that lineup he gets on base all the time i mean look at what he's doing he's this batting year. 411 i mean you're batting 411 right now i don't care if it's a short season other than charlie blackman he's the best hitter in baseball right now it's not even a close second i mean these two guys front and center have dominated colorado guys too amazing it's yeah. amazing. I mean, I know it's. I mean, Bell Ackman's amazing. But you set the tone. He gets on base. He gets. He, first, you know what he can do defensively. He can play multiple positions. We know that. Yep. That was one of the reasons why the Yankees signed him to a great deal. I and think it's a bigger loss for the Yankees than right now for Aaron Judge because, because now who, who who becomes their leadoff? Well, not even. That. Yeah, that too. Well, that sets the tone. The depth that the Yankees have always had in the outfield with judge out you still got talkman you still got frazier you still have hicks you still have gardner with the infield now who do you go do you go to and do at third mover geo to short no it's, this is what so this, this is this is, is what, what, what all the possibilities and i kept saying in the beginning year when we had our preview show is these are the decisions that aaron boone is going to have to make because we saw it last year with the yankees dealing with the il the yankees are dealing with the il bug right now luckily 
They're 14 and six. They're playing well, but this is also the key: the shortened season. How how many how long are these guys going to be out for too? And they are major losses so, currently. So what we got here is we know Miguel Andujar is going to be called up. He will take the spot of DJ. Um, he can't play second base. We know that. He can barely play third base. He's had his struggles. Gio's not losing his place at third. He's going to stay at third. Um, here's their two choices. Right no, to no. It's all right. No, he's not going to second. They're not going to throw him Let's out. Hear he has enough trouble playing shortstop right now. We're going to stick him in and work on that one spot shortstop. So right now they're going to go with Tyrell Wade, but they also had called up Tyrell uh, Estrada from last oh. week. So he will also be a fill-in replacement at second base going forward. Um, the Yankees also have defensive whiz Kyle Holder, a 2015 first-round pick, but he's not on the 40-man roster as of now. He's on the party bus outside. <laughs> Joe, when you, see, when, you see this, when you see this, like last year, and we talked about it on countless times uh, on our show last year with the injuries, now it seems like it's already happening again, and it's some of the biggest names, and we're not even including the guys that were hurt in the preseason and beginning, like, you got Tommy K out. Chapman's still out. I know he's not injured, but he's still not pitching. Well, no, you have Chevy that has a, that's not there. Tanaka was dealing with an injury. Paxton. Now you got your three biggest hitters, possibly, other than Glaber and Gary. You're not concerned. I know I'm not concerned. They're still going to do it because they did it last year. But why are the Yankees having so many issues with? The IL. Why? Why is it, it feels like it's their best friend or something? I don't understand. I don't know if you could say I that. Don't understand. Understand. We why? say that because we're Yankee fans. Go look at the Braves. When they have look at the Braves, they have thirty freaking players. Well, that was last year. That was abnormal. And how many, uh, Joe? If you have this, how many players are currently? Yeah, I mean, let's see. You you could say it was abnormal, but then you had Severino undergo Tommy John in the offseason. Paxton has had his issue, so. Uh, obviously, Hicks Hicks spent the entire off season. He was uh, he was injured. The the Yankees yeah. did last season, uh, and and I would assume it was a lot of the fans screaming about it. Did actually change out their training staff, and we were all sort of hopeful that that maybe the the injury bug had gone away. But it's clearly not the case. Mm-hmm. Things are. Well, I'll put it to you like this. The Yankees right now are are seeing guys go on the IL like you would normally expect a team to do. Mm-hmm. Last year was ridiculous. I don't think what you're looking at so far this year, you know, again, none of these injuries are major. These guys will all be back, uh, you know, uh, Stanton within three to four weeks. Judge might be back as early as next week. What uh, You said LeMahieu missed three weeks when he had the injury a couple of years ago. So none of these look like long-term problems. But is, is, it, is it concerning, Joe, because it's the factor of it is a 60-game schedule and we're already, I think, it's 20 games. Sure. So we're a third of the season off. So say LeMahieu's, so LeMahieu's gone for three weeks. Say Judge is out for a month, Stanton a month. That's still a well, he month. just said judges. Well, just, well, you never know. I, he might have a he might have a, a setback. You never. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not wishing anything bad on here. Trust me. But if they're out for a month, that's still a month, and we're already a third of the season away. So that's what we say. Is it concerning to know that since it's a shortened season and three of your biggest players, probably your three best players, are currently on the IL right now? I would say. Because none of those guys that are injured is named Garrett Cole, I'm not I'm not at, at all worried about it. I think if you had a big injury to, you know, even a Tanaka or a Paxton, obviously Cole being a big one, 
Uh, It'd be more concerning if the pitching staff got it for you than it would be for the hit. Okay. It, it would because, look, we've seen Talkman and Frazier and, and, and even Tyler Wade came up and had a big hit. So we know that we know the guys can play. You know, I mean, listen to this line. They're, they're so deep, this team. So I'm not worried about them scoring enough runs to win. They did it last year with, with basically the same guys. The pitching would be my big concern. So it looks like the lineup is going to be Aaron Hicks will lead off at center field. Luke Boyle bats second at first base. Glaber will bat third at shortstop. Gary will bat fourth at catcher. Number five will be Clint Frazier, the DH. Number six, Mike Tockman, right field. Number seven, Gio Urcello at third base. Number eight, Tyler Wade at second base, batting ninth. Brett Gardner, left field. So when you look at that lineup, yeah, it's not as devastating having uh, Giancarlo Stanton and DJ and Judge. And, of course, I mean, that's common sense. Anyone with a brain would tell you absolutely Ted but you still look at that lineup this lineup could still do a lot of damage it's still a good we're just so spoiled as Yankee fans because we have Stan we have I mean other than, the, other than the Dodgers I'll put this lineup still against any this team right here without these guys could still well, this was a regular season so you look at that lineup still make the playoffs is is the two players that Joe we we were talk about that faces maybe the most maybe the most I want to say, say I'm not going to say it's pressure is it Sanchez and is it Torres are those the two guys that now have to carry us or how about Aaron Hicks I think Aaron Hicks needs to really step up because he still did get that big contract or is it the obvious is it Sanchez is it Torres because they have been struggling Torres has the four hit game the other night Sanchez is starting to get his groove it seems like and this is good for Frazier Clint Frazier Please, Yankee. I've seen it all on Twitter. I'm 100%. Please do not send this guy down. If so, just trade him. Because right now, if you're looking to try to trade him, his value has to be back to where it was no. at the beginning stages of his career, where he was a hot commodity. And maybe you listen, tried him. But listen, I think he's going to be our future because I think Gardner's going to be out after this year. You could tell that he has totally dropped off. He's not the same player he was. I've watched. Joe, you're right. Ever since you said it last week, I have not seen a guy pop up the ball so many times, Joe. I literally, I, I was like, holy cow. I was like, Joe's not lying. He, I was like, and you know what it's else stunning. I noticed? And you know what else I noticed? He has one of the best eyes in baseball. I, I've seen him watch pitches. But now he's watching. I watched the other night. Just watching strikes go right down the middle. And then the guy throws the same exact pitch. And I'm like, dude, where are you, bro? Where are you? He's it's not there. He, Clint Frazier is going to be our outfielder because we can't trust Stan. We It's already been proven. You can't trust him, and you can't trust Judge. So you know he's not going anywhere. He is going to be the future outfielder, wherever it might be, right field, left field. He will be there. I don't care what anybody says. He has the pretty, other than maybe Mike Trout, he has the prettiest swing in baseball. I mean, he's on fire. He's, he's taking advantage of this opportunity. And he's making the most of it. He's hitting the crap out of the ball. He's playing better feeling as well. Gary's starting to heat up, which is nice. I mean, we definitely need Gary Sanchez. This is this is Gary's time, right? It's August 16th, Joe. Like you said, 15 days ago, I'm still waiting for him to get to at least 150. He's at 125 right now. Well, look, his body is not on the right time schedule. He just realized. How do you know? How do you know? Did you talk to him or something? This is you insight. Gary? This is by the just... pool, oh, you were hanging out with him by the pool yesterday, right? This is just insight. That's all. This is just me. This is how it's got to be. I, I'm in his head, and I understand him. I knew he was going to be fine. Homer now in three straight games. Um, and and I think I think even better than the home runs in the last three games is he's really hit the ball hard in every single at-bat. And I said last time we were on the show last week, uh, if he starts elevating the ball more, 
you're going to see a lot more of those things fall in for base hits. So I think Gary Sanchez about to turn the corner. Glaber definitely needs to step up his game right now. I think, uh, you know, with, with the big guys out, it, the, especially with DJ and Judge out, I think this all falls on Glaber Torres. The Yankees will go as far as Glaber can carry them. And look, Clint Frazier, I love that kid a ton. I think he's amazing. I was so glad he came up and cracked one in his first at-bat. Three hits. By the way, another three-hit game. He's got eight three-hit games in his career. And this is a guy who obviously has got sparing amounts of playing time over the last couple of years to already have eight three-hit games in his career. Just had his seventh. For sure, and career, for a career that hasn't been Yeah, because he's only been up there for about eight days. Yeah, hasn't had the longevity yet. Still, that's pretty impressive. It's, it's. I mean, when he, when he plays, he produces. And I think that's got to be the frustrating thing for anybody who's a Clint Frazier fan. It's got to be especially frustrating for Clint Frazier where you're like, man, I come up and I mash, and they're like, meh, somebody else can play. That's not a good feeling, but look, he's and, – and, I, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jack Curry uh, just did something on his podcast the other day where he, he – and I just made this observation two days ago, so thanks for catching up, Jack. But you, you noticed in the press conference this was a much more mature-sounding guy than, yes. than what you had heard before, and that's also promising not only for this year, but like Ted said – for the future. Yeah, I haven't heard any. He has. He's never complained. I mean, he's always just. He's tried to get better, and he, he's proven himself right now. And he's doing. He's playing well. And this is why I continuously say at the beginning of the year, Aaron Boone's got to make the right decisions. And I, I feel like a lot of pressure is on Aaron Boone because he's got to deal with it again. I mean, it's a tough situation. Not his fault. But now he has to deal with it again. And now it's even more different because it's a shortened season. You still got the raise. I mean, do you know? Did you see that the Orioles are 12 and 8? They are second place currently right now in the AL East. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year that the Miami Marlins, the Detroit Tigers, and the Baltimore Orioles will all be in contention after 20 games? It's fascinating what this season is, and which is what we talked about. You could have these surprise teams because it's a shortened season. I still worry about the Rays because they have that consistent lead of like lineup they have the great pitching well, we play them this week so that's a bit this is a that's a big test I, I i'm not worried about the red sox because the red sox are not a good team right now they're they're not they're just plain and simple any red sox fan could tell you that the rays are the team that's scary it's scary because we never it seems like we don't have their number it seems like we have the number against teams like the twins and the a's we don't have the number against the rays now we haven't played them in the playoffs but this team still is concerning because they have they have a great balance. Well, that and they do everything right. Joe, yes. uh, we talked about this last week's show, that they do all the little things right. They hit well. They they, they pitch well. They they um, manipulate, manipulate the game with their way of uh, moving guys over, bunning, all the little things that you don't see other teams doing, like the Yankees. The Yankees don't do that. And that's something that's worrisome as a Yankee fan because we still live and die by the long ball. Well, now, with a different now, lineup, now, with a different lineup, can that be better for the Yankees now? Because you do have these guys like Talman. You have Frazier. You have guys More that get contact on Geo. You guys have contact hitters instead of guys that, yes, they can hit the long ball, but that's not their first. They, they, they're better with runners scoring because they get on base. It you know, we be- talked about that a lot last year, but when you looked at, you know, even a Cameron Maben, throw him into that group from last year. Those guys came in and they still were mashing home runs. Oh yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. They do have I, the power. He, but got, he got to ten home runs. It was like they had like twelve guys that had. They do have the runs. power, but these guys like Talk, especially Talkman. He's, he's I mean, he's been great. He's been clutch. He, that's another guy that 
should earn his spot. Shouldn't have, it should never go anywhere. But that just shows the it. value and the depth of the Yankees. And, you know, we always want to bash them, but you got to give Cashman credit for being able to pick up these guys, being able to make these trades in the past, because he's the one that – He's the one that makes, makes the it all happen. He's making the decision. You know what I mean? And Aaron Boone has got the, a plethora of people where he can just go, you know, who, what team can literally say, I'm going to lose Judge and Stanton? And, and, like, we really don't who lose the team. last year? 30, I we mean, lost 33. What was it? 30. 30 Joe said 30 guys on 33. It was 30 plus sets. players, and they still went 100 wins. I mean, how many, how many uh, out of the other 30 teams? Do the Dodgers even do that? Do the Astros of last year do that? I, mean, I don't think I mean, those teams, I don't think any team can do what the Yankees replicated last year with losing that many players and still getting to the playoffs, still being maybe one of the favorites to get there, win 100 games. Right now you lose your three best players, and now you're still up eight games, eight games over 500. You're two games in, in the AL East. So they're doing something right. I know they're dealing with a lot of injuries, but they're doing something right. I give credit to Boone. I give credit to this team because the depth. And we still have a lot of players down in AAA single a that we're going to be seeing sometime soon i think joe hit it on the nail though it would be more concerning yes cashman is a hall yes without question he'll be a hall of fame gm i don't think that's without question the thing that joe said i think he's 100 percent right on it'd be more concerning if one of the pitchers went down if a big time pitcher went down like packed i'm not going to say call knock a wood because cole's been everything that we've don't say things that, like that Paxton, if Paxton or Tanaka go down, it's just that's what's more concerning. It just sucks to see because Judge was having an MVP. I mean, your boy was looking like he was going to be winning the MVP this year. My two hey, hold on. Funny. He still might. Listen, he's only going to be down for a few I don't know. Mike Trout's got something to say again. He's already got nine home runs. Baby boy, he's got him. Uh, give him the How final. many wins does he have? Does he have more home How runs? How many wins? That's not his fault. What do you want me to what wait, do? You want wait, 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 wait. What do you there mean it's go. not there his fault? He's We've doing been over this. We've been over this. And no, he's he, done everything he No, can. he doesn't do everything he can he needs to start hitting when there's guys in scoring position that would be tremendous that'd be a great start for Mike Trout get some base hits when there's guys in scoring position Mike Trout hater club Joe's gonna start Joe's gonna start it the Jacob DeGrom Mike Trout the Trout DeGrom hater club <laughs> don't get me don't no, get me wrong don't get me no, worked Joe, up Joe, 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 no, Joe, Joe respects him it's just what, yes what, what, I 100 percent respect him I, I, here's the point, and, and I'm glad Steve Risser's out there listening because I think this is really important. Listen, if, if you know, we've seen years where, where a Yankee starter was the best in the league and didn't have enough wins, and someone else got this uh, young. It happened to Andy Pettit a few years ago with uh, Pat Hankin from Toronto. It also happened to CC Sabathia. So, so. It, it happens, but when it's a when it's someone on the Mets, it's like, well, their bullpen sucks. He tried really hard, and they just couldn't ever win the game for him. Give that guy a trophy. And it's the same thing. Look, Mike Trout's a great baseball player individually. It was a huge mistake to sign a contract extension to stay in Anaheim. They're they're never going to have pitching out there. Nobody wants to play in Anaheim. Don't ask me why. It's it's gorgeous out there. They they just they they can't. See. You would think the best player in baseball, and the fact that it's gorgeous Anaheim, that people would be crawling to get in there. 
Nobody seems to want to go there. They're Funny, pitching, they do have a good and their pitching's not any better than it well, was pitch, last year. Their pitching is atrocious. They, they go after Justin Upton and Randall. They go after big names. I mean, Randall's been playing better. Trout's been great since coming back. But you got to be bottom. able to pitch if you've learned anything. Yeah, of course. If you've got pitching. no pitching, you got nothing. You can win with pitching and no hitting. Well, let's be honest. It's, it's like, it's, listen, and I'll use in this reference, if you're a football fan – you don't have to have a great offense, but if you have a defense that can hold people to 17 points a game, that's yeah. more than enough. If you got pitching that can keep teams within let's, let's four be honest, runs, hold that's 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 ball playing. Let's right be there. let's be honest though. I mean, we do have Garrett Cole, but if Garrett Cole resigned with the Astros or went elsewhere, what would our pitching staff be like right now? It would be Madison Baumgarner or someone else. They would have gone out and they would have signed someone else. They would have definitely I noticed. I noticed, been, listen, the, the Angels lost out on the Cole sweepstakes and they traded for Dylan Bundy. Are you? He's pitching well. That he's was, he's, he's it doesn't matter. Well. It doesn't matter. By season's end, he'll be his usual seven games under 500. Give me a break. He's a bum. He's Listen, you were you were chasing Garrett Cole and your consolation prize for the best player in baseball was Dylan Bundy. It's like the Knicks. It's like the Knicks. I, they couldn't get LeBron, so they just picked up a bunch of scrubs on the side of the street. And go, yeah, I mean, yes. we are very, we are very fortunate to have Garrett Cole. I'm not saying that, but if, like, say he went to An- Anaheim or Los Angeles, I should call him now. What if, say he did go there? What do we have? Severino gone. Tanaka or Paxson be our one two. I mean, that's good. Herman's gone too. That's another person but we Joe haven't even brought up. Just think of how close we were to maybe not having Garrett Cole. I mean, yeah, we have a solid pitching staff now because of the fact that, that we have Garrett Cole. Th- here's a question. It was on ESPN today. I'll ask it because if they're posting it, it's got to be a question. What type of move or if do you think there'll be a move the Yankees make? The, I the told trade you, a move like I don't know what they're going to do. What do they I think need? The whole what thing, do they need? I think the two names that are going to be in discussions are going to be Frazier and Andujar. I think it's pretty They're not getting rid of Frazier. I hope they don't. I really hope they don't. And I because think, I, I think, think they he's need going Andrew to be Hart an integral part in this offense for the years come. I think Andujar is going to be the odd man out, but his value is so bad. Who would they go for? A guy like Fulmer from Detroit or Matthew Boyd or Robbie just, Ray? Guys like those that. are guys from last year. Robbie Ray's not even have a good season. But that's what I'm saying. Just, guys like that, you're not going to get I, anything. I don't see there being a lot of trades made at this trade deadline. I think you're going to, number one, run into the problem where too many teams think they're still in it. Of course. And there's not really enough marquee guys that are free agents into next season that, you know, you're you're necessarily danging, uh, dangling, you know, big carrots for people. You're not moving Miguel Andujar in the middle of the 2020 season for a rental pitcher. I mean, well, that would be stupid. That would be the worst thing they've ever done. Well, let's see. That would be worse than, uh, be worse than Buner for Phelps. Who are they? Let's realistically, let's go through right now. 20 games in contenders. Yankees, we'd say the Yankees, say the Rays, yes. Yeah, yes. your name. The A's, um, the Twins, I would say. So here I, we go. Maybe the Indians. I don't, I, I got the standing. So right now in the AL East, Yankees have made every team. I know, I mean, the right, listen, it's Yankees, Baltimore, Tampa Bay are the contenders right there. In the NL, I said Central, Baltimore. he just, said Baltimore's a contender. They're 12 and 8. They're actually in second place. They're a half a game ahead of Tampa NL, Bay. Weren't you listening to me? Minnesota and Cleveland. And then right now, Oakland's kind of running away with the West right now. They're 15 and six right now. They're four games ahead of Texas, Houston, LA. In the in the NL East, it's a whole. The NL East is like 
It's all over the place. They're like every team except for the the Braves are like. Oh yeah, don't forget about that. Good point. Expanding the playoffs. There is also expanding the playoffs as well. The Cubs are running away with the Central, and and the and the NL West is still the same three: the Dodgers, Colorado. Realistically, there's about there's they're gonna have. Well, it's gonna be different. You're gonna have a lot of teams into the playoffs now. But realistically, there's about five or six legitimately title contenders that can uh, win this Dodgers year. Are plus Yankee, 55 I would say the Yankees. I say the Dodgers. I would say the A's. I mean, the A's are scary. The Rays. I would. I would say the Twins, maybe. So, how many teams are making it again? I I I, I forgot what I, Joe. How it, many what was, was it? Teams, twelve playoff teams. Twelve, I think it was. Is it ten teams now. I no, think it's it. ten. 10 teams. So, so right 20, now, so it would be Oakland at the one seed, Yankees two, Minnesota three, Baltimore four, Cleveland five, Tampa six, Texas seven, Houston eight, Detroit nine, Chicago White Sox with a 10 and 11 record would be the 10th team. Teams that would be out would be would be Toronto, Kansas City, L.A., Seattle, and Boston. I can't, I can't believe the Baltimore Orioles are 12 and 8 right now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a third of the season in, and they're already 20. There's 20 games. I mean, they could – it's been right. it's, it's just the thing is that I'll, I'll notice that the Yankees look like the Yankees and the and the Athletics look like the class of the AL. The Dodgers look like they're going to be fine. I mean, Oakland man, they are. They look like a team that is on a mission. They they look good. They look scary. Matt Chapman looks like he could be an maybe one of the favorites to win the MVP right now. I mean, he does everything right. But I I don't get worried about teams like the the A's and the Twins. Because we've had their number in the past. I maybe it's a different year, but I just don't get worried about those guys. Well, you, you see, but this is my trick, and this is Joe's old thing. So just because the guy's 0 for 10, is he not supposed to get a, a hit the next at bat? So just because we have their number, what do we think that it's going to continue forever? Eventually, these teams are going to get us because that's their job. If you had to pick the scariest team in the AL for the Yankees right now, who is it? I say Baltimore. the Baltimore. You're serious? No, I'm totally joking. It's definitely going to be the Tampa Bay Rays. They've got the pitching, and like you said, they've they've got a consistent lineup they can run out there, and they can compete with the Yankees. Baltimore will be done in about two weeks. You'll forget that we ever even had this amusing conversation. So, (laughs) So here's the thing. Who's available, right? Trevor Bauer will be a free agent after next season, so there's a good chance he could get moved. Marcus Stroman. Is another one, Mike. Don't want him on the Yankees. He's a loser. And oh, listen, I read all the stuff a, about. He's a loser. I watched how he handled everything last year with the Mets, and this year he's not a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. I can't say use the word loser. If you don't like it, then too damn bad. Not a nice word. Don't care. I don't like how he handled everything with the Mets. He's a punk. He's never really been that good. He comes off as a selfish player. Okay, he would not fit the Yankee system at all. I don't know. And if, I, think, I don't know if Trevor Bauer would ever fit the Yankees either. No, he's a lunatic. He, he's a nut. He's a nut. And that New York media? I mean, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about the Yankees after – I mean, Severino's going to come back. The big decision is, are they going to keep Tanaka or Paxton? You got to forget, those two guys are going to be coming up on contract. So, what's going to happen? I know Stroman opted out. Duh. What's, but what's going to happen with – I was just – so, hold on. I was just ticking off uh, free agents for next season. And outside of Jake Odorizzi and Mike Miner, that's the entire list. And Stroman's not even playing. Like a 6.9. Sure. So this is my point. There's no one to get. Yeah. There, there are there are literally no starting pitchers legitimately available. Maybe the two most attractive free agent pitchers are James Paxton and Masahiro Tanaka. And they're already on your team. And they're on yeah. your team. So, yeah, there's not really anybody to go out there and get. So, I, I, I mean, look, 
I think the Yankees are going to have to take a look at some point at Debbie Garcia, Michael King, Clark Schmidt. They're going to have to, you know, Jonathan Loisica has pitched well enough. Why doesn't he get a start? Your boy Jonathan Holder is struggling again. It happens. (laughs) The real question question I want to finish up with baseball with you is, if the Yankees have sustained another injury, when are they calling up the great Joseph Aguirre from the Wiffle Ball League? I'm just bummed to find out my Wiffle Ball game got canceled today. I'm coming off an MVP performance in the All-Star it's, it's, game. It's an MVP performance every week, he says. Oh All-Star game MVP. It happened. What was your stats, please, for the people that are watching right now? Tell them your stat. What was the stat line for you? I was 9 for 13 with 8 RBI and uh, 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 a game-saving catch, by the way, an over-the-fence. This was this was in an All-Star game. You went 13 at bats in an All-Star game. Well, so we we did. Uh, oh. It was a uh, it was uh, two teams. They played. So we took two pulls from each league. You had to play your teammate, basically. Um, so five and five, so ten, and then th- those two played for the for the All-Star <laughs> game. So there, yeah, there was two games total. Holy cow. He loves his wiffle ball. I'm waiting for you to get the call up. I'm just gonna come to his house and just play him in the backyard. We got. We have to. Anytime. Oh, anytime. So we can I come think, over. Come you over sure? now. Don't I got to do the rest. You of want the us to come over? No, are, we allowed, are we allowed with the certain circumstances that are going on in the world right now? Well, we'll keep a balance distance away from each other. <laughs> we can do that. You got Joseph. Thanks for joining us, big guy. I want to get over to the I want to get over to the NBA though right now. Lot because, going on there, boys. We'll catch you next week. Thanks, big guy. So the NBA is officially in playoff mode, and man, there's some great games. I finally got to sit down, and the thing that's been crappy about it all is I'm happy sports is back, but I really haven't been able to see any of the basketball playing games or just these eight bubble games. I haven't been able to really sit down and watch just because of my schedule. Well, the past two games I got to see were probably two of the best games I saw in the entire season, beginning and end, probably the two best games. And they were included both with the Portland Trailblazers. Thursday night game against the Nets came down to the wire. That was a last Yesterday's game, me and you were watching, and it felt like you even said it, it felt like a – like a playoff atmosphere type game. I know it was already for a playoff seating, but you see that you see the way these guys are playing. I'm really excited for this playoffs just because there's a lot of unknown. The matchups are very intriguing. Got the Pacers against the heat TJ Warren against Jimmy Butler, who have already had issues this year. The Eastern Conference is, I mean, the Eastern Conference is up for debate. I mean, who's going to win? We all think the Bucs, maybe? I really think it's down to three. The teams. Raptors? I think it's the Celtics? If I may interrupt. Absolutely. I know you were going. No, I, 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 the fine. Sixers are out. Okay, let's stop with that. With and then be, I don't, listen, we're not going to play this game we're every year. I'm again. not falling for it, bro. The Sixers are a joke. They don't have enough shooting in a, in, in a sport where it's about shooting. Yeah. Your two main guys can't shoot. Nope. And he's out. And Simmons is even playing. Simmons is old. He's no, he's out. So that's another that's another concern so, thing for the Celtics. So they don't have the shooting. Okay? And they can't beat the Celtics. And they can't beat the Celtics. So the Celtics are going to win that series. Okay. I'm a Magic fan, but they have no chance against Giannis in the Bucks. Okay. That is going to probably be a four-game sweep. We don't need to get into okay. every. We'll, I know that. And we'll I'm not, gonna, I'm not making predictions. We'll do that you later in the yard. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. Seems like you're going Stop. that way. 
All I'm saying is it's a three-team race. I think the Heat will take care of the Pacers. I think the Heat have the type of team because you so said you got your full t- So what's your fourth series? You just gave me the predictions of all four. But you said something to me before with even the COVID that you really like the Heat possibly making. I said run. the Heat against the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Finals in the beginning. Probably, yeah, in the beginning of the year or mid with about like 20 games into the season. The Western Conference, though, that is, is the it, I mean, the Eastern Conference is going to be really fun because you don't know. Can Giannis overcome and get to a finals finally? We'll talk about that in just a second as you see the question. The more pressure we'll get into that. But then the, the Western Conference is incredible. You have a 1 8 matchup as a Laker fan that I'm very nervous about because the Lakers haven't played well in this bubble and the Blazers are pulling like a New York Giants. They're fighting for their lives. They they went 6-2. and two. They got in. They managed to get in by the, by the shoulders of C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard and Nurkic as well. Joseph Nurkic has been amazing in this playoffs. And Carmelo Anthony, the rebirth of Carmelo Anthony. Can't forget about him. What a team that, that – that's going to be a scary 1-8 match. Then you have Chris Paul playing against his former team, yeah. Westbrook. The Rocket, which, Rockets win the Thunder. Don't forget. Westbrook's out. Westbrook looks like he may miss the first round of playoffs, which is a team like the Rockets has high expectations. This team could get to the NBA Finals. They're that good enough. Then you have the Jazz and you have the Nuggets. I mean, listen, the 1-8 matchup of Portland-LA is not a normal 1-8 matchup. It's not like the Magic and the Bucks, where the Bucks should run rampant all over And then the you Magic. got the Clippers against the Mavericks, which listen, is, the, the, that should be interesting just because you got Don, you got Doncic, who's a superstar. Porzingis against Kawhi. Paul, Paul PG, and you got Kawhi. A lot of offense. But let's see how that happens. The Mavericks are a couple year, a year or two away, maybe from competing for a championship. My thing is, the question is, and we always talk about pressure nowadays. Everybody faces pressure. We get that. We understand that. It. It's the world of sports. People face pressure. Well, we know that the two biggest names in the NBA are Giannis Antetokounmpo and LeBron James. But who faces the pressure going into this playoffs? Or more pressure. Or is it? Or is there another name? Is it James Harden? You mentioned James Harden. You could put him in into the conversation. Because, I know but the reason I said these two he, because he's he's that's he short. But in the, the two step. guys, why I said this is because let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, these are the two faces of the league. LeBron has been the face for the past 15 years, and Giannis has been the face of maybe the new face going into the future. So who faces the pressure? Do you want to start or do I have to? Start? I, my answer is LeBron. Okay, go on. It's a simple reason because when we talk about LeBron, we talk about him in a whole different aspect than anyone else. He's he, he goes down as one of the two best players of all time. And we've used the whole thing against him where he's only got this many ranks, even though he's been there nine straight, something that Jordan nine never straight, did. Yeah. Never did it. Yeah, he's got six championships, but he made nine straight championships. No one's done that. And he's done it with three different teams. And now he's got a chance to do it with three different teams and win a title with three different teams. We know the LeBron James factor. Wherever he goes, he wins. The reason why he went to L.A. was also, yes, he wanted to build a a second career outside of of basketball. But he wants to put his name in the same same category as an L.A. player, as the Kobe Bryant, as the Magic Johnson, as the Kareem. He wants to be that guy who goes – Yep, there's another banner because LeBron James brought it there. It's hanging in the Staples Center. He, go, you just you think about it. no players ever won it with three different teams. You know what I mean? You think but about hey, it. you know who's also trying to do that too? Kawhi. I yeah, know. I know, but you, he's not there's on the list. There's there's only um was it two? It's LeBron. Kawhi could be in that, and is it is it? Oh, 
Kareem? I, I think Kareem did it with the Bucks and the Lakers, I'm, but I'm not positive. Someone will probably correct me on that. But here's the thing. It's LeBron. It has to be LeBron. It's all about LeBron. It's always about LeBron. Giannis, listen, he's still young. He's still got a future ahead of you. I understand that you're going to bring me an argument saying, well, he's playing for Milwaukee, and he's got to win it now because if he doesn't, he's going to leave. No. No. I, wasn't, I, I actually wasn't even going to bring that up. That uh, wasn't even close to my LeBron, research, See, LeBron but, is playing for the Lakers, okay? His career is almost done. He's at the back end of and it. And that's why. And he has to win now. Okay. And I think. All valid points. And, and here's the other thing. If he doesn't win, and see, I'll just use this hypothetical. Go, go. He loses in the first round or the second round. You're going to say, oh, this is why LeBron couldn't win in the West because it was too tough. You know what I mean? You, the, the excuse was LeBron played in the East for all those years. Okay. Now he's playing in the West where everyone says much more tough competition and say, well, he had the easy way out. He's not going to have the easy way out. If he can win it now during a COVID season, during a season where he's not playing with other fans, he's got a team that's missing multiple players, right? And he's playing against tougher competition and can win it now. It would solidify his career like no other championship, okay. I think, personally. Valid points. The reason why I'm not going with LeBron James is plain and simple. We know what LeBron James is, ladies and gentlemen. No matter what LeBron James does from here on out, LeBron James will always be in discussion of top three, maybe even top two players of all time. It does not matter. People already have their opinions. No matter what LeBron does, if he wins another four titles, there are going to still be the Jordan people that are going to say Jordan's still better because he was perfect. It's just how it is. LeBron has got his three rings. Wherever he goes, he wins. He's LeBron James. He's been the face of the league for the past 10 to 12 years. He's been unbelievable. He's still playing like he's 25 years old right now. The thing about Giannis is it's not about Milwaukee. I don't care that if he wants to leave. If he wants to leave, whatever. My thing is, what's your legacy? We know what LeBron James's legacy is, ladies and gentlemen. It's plain and simple. LeBron, when we think of LeBron, oh, one of the greatest players of all time. When we think of Giannis right now, really good player, right? Maybe the best in the game. What is he in histor- historical-wise? You say nothing. He can't because he has nothing yet. He hasn't won anything. LeBron has done it all. He's won MVPs. He's played in all-star games. He's won titles, finals MVPs. He's won it in si- di- different cities, going first, third. LeBron doesn't face any pressure. I know it's easy because, well, he plays for the Lakers. I'll give it that sense. The only reason why he faces pressure is because he's wearing the purple and gold. It's like the New York Yankees. What about being in the West, though? That is also a point. But like I said, LeBron's legacy is already cemented. No matter what his legacy is, you will not change it. People are – hold on. People are already going to say, no matter what, he's a top two or three player. What is Giannis for the next 10 to 12 years? And – on top of it, LeBron's coming to the end, Ted, like you said. His career, is he in the 17th year. He's got about another two more, two or three more years. So who's going to take the reins of the next face of the league? It's been like that since the 60s. We had Russell. Then it went to, it stayed with Will, Kareem. Then it went Magic and Bird. Then Jordan. Then Kobe. LeBron. Who is it going to take into the 2020s now? Doncic. Giannis, we would say Giannis. Donchitz are the two names that you would probably associate the most with that. But you got to win. May I ask do, you wanna, do you want to be considered one of the all-time greats? Or do you want to be considered I'm, – I'm not I'm not discrediting these guys. Do you want to be like a Dan Marino? Do you want to be a Charles Barkley James who are on, or James Harden right now who are great players? All Hall of Fame are going – some are going to be Hall of Famers already in the Hall of Fame. 
Are you going to be those guys? You need to win. LeBron doesn't need to do anything anymore to cement his legacy. He's done stuff that not many people have been able to do, and he's going to continue it. Plain and simple, it's Giannis. Can I ask LeBron's you a question? is cemented. Giannis has to start his legacy. Let me interrupt before okay? you go on. Because also, last oh, time we saw Giannis last year in the playoffs, he was getting okay, so he was getting beat by a guy that almost you, if you want to, as well, Kawhi Leonard, who has a has already a better legacy than most players in the NBA, not named LeBron James. So let me ask you a question, and anyone who's watching, who do you think would take more heat? If either one of those teams do not make the finals, will it be LeBron? I think it would be, be Giannis. I, I think it would be sadder just for be for no, not sadder. Who's going to take more heat? And maybe that's what you're going to answer. But I, I'm saying who do you? I'll think say sadder because of the situation that the Lakers family has dealt with this year, losing Kobe. I mean, that's a big thing for me. I want the Lakers to win so bad just because of Kobe. And that would be as a Laker fan. If they don't get to the finals, the one seed they haven't been the one seed since that Kobe Bryant team when they won the finals. If they don't get to the finals, I think it's kind of like to me the Yankees of last year. It was not. It was just. So LeBron would take more heat. It was just Giannis. Um, that's no. I think no. Giannis would take the more heat. I would say Giannis would take get knocked out early because of the factor that LeBron is in the Western Conference. The Western Conference is extremely tough. There's a guy named Kawhi Leonard that's not in the Eastern Conference anymore who stopped, who clawed. Giannis, but they're such to a LeBron who, hate who, you who, out there. That's true. That's true. That's my point. Is that Le, no matter what LeBron, either the love or hate, no matter what, he has his legacy. It's done. It's 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 just going to add. It's not done. It's going to just add to his legacy. It doesn't matter. Giannis, if he doesn't get to another finals, knowing that you've had the best record in the past two years, and you haven't still gotten to the finals, with who's a better player than you in the East right now? Give me somebody that's – there's nobody. You're the best player in the Eastern Conference. You have the best record in the in the league. If you do not get to the, the – not even the Eastern – if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, that's not enough for me. That's not enough for me. For a guy that's supposed to be the next face of the future, that's not enough for me. He has to get to the finals, and he has – if he doesn't win, we'll see how he plays. But he needs to get to the finals. LeBron – if he doesn't get to the finals, it would be sad. He'll take a lot of heat because it's in L.A., and Laker fans are hoping that, hey, we got Anthony Davis. This is our time now. Kobe won the Kobe – losing Kobe this year. It's all for the Lakers, all for the taking, plain and simple. Is that – like, did you even – did you want to answer? I did answer. I just asked you a you question. You said LeBron. Yeah, I said LeBron. Okay. Because okay. there's LeBron heat out there. Okay. And there's going to be excuse. Oh, he couldn't win in the West. Plain and simple. That's my answer. Giannis. I think there'll be, more, I think, more, I think there'll be more disappointment if Giannis doesn't make it. Question. But I think LeBron will take more heat because can you imagine if the Portland can? Uh, listen, I think they have the team. To that do team it. is but a big. They, that's a, they, they, that's a, that was in the Western Conference Finals last year. That team. But if and they they're healthier. Upset, but if they upset LeBron and knock him out, and say okay, so LeBron gets out in the first round, but Giannis gets knocked out by the Celtics He's never in the lost finals. In the first round. I know that gets knocked out in the next round, and I don't think he will either. I don't see them losing. I just with LeBron there, I just don't see him. But it's going to be a tough out, no matter what. You got to think about the Lakers. That if they beat the Portland Trailblazers, they could be playing OKC, or they could be playing a Houston Rocket team full full strength with Russell Westbrook coming back possibly. And then just so happens they could have the battle of LA. So LeBron's road is going to be tough. If Giannis, Giannis's road will be easier. If he does not get to the finals, he deserves to get the t- he, he deserves to get the heat, and the more pressure is on Giannis for me. Plain and simple, Ted. It's go time for the NBA playoffs. Here we go. I cannot wait to see what happens tomorrow. This year. Tomorrow we'll post our predictions. 
We'll post them tomorrow before the game. There's okay. the playoffs start tomorrow, 1:30. First game is Jazz versus uh, Nuggets. Just yeah. saw Mike Connolly Jr. will not be playing. Okay. Probably playing because he just left the bubble t- for the birth of his child. So that's a big loss. That's oh, a yeah, huge loss. The guy that they just picked up in the uh, last season mm-hmm. um, from Utah. Uh, Memphis. Oh, but yeah, Memphis, but he's on Utah. Utah. Yeah, yeah. So, but I can't wait. The NBA playoffs is about to begin. Everything's been going well for the NBA. The vi- the virtual fans has been great. The play has been great. It's been awesome. Also, yeah, as you said, breaking news: the, the Pelicans need a new find find a new coach after five seasons. Alvin Gentry is gone. Maybe they'll have Zion play more than ten minutes I, next year. I heard uh, maybe looking at Ty Lue because well, we'll he does see, really well, well with the other players. I can't wait. The Yankees, Red Sox tonight, ESPN, Seven Sunday nine. night baseball, going for the full on sweep. Oh, and Vladdy Diva. Thank you, Joseph. Didn't even know that. Vladdy Divac stepped down in Sacramento Kings GM. Thank you for the Joseph. Well, he hasn't done anything for them. Yeah, they've been garbage. Well, well like I said, sports, sports is, is back. We'll be talking football. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Football, I know, is right around the corner. What's going to happen with college football, the Big 12, SEC, ACC going as planned? Yep. What happens in the NFL? we got to talk about Big Blue sooner or later. Joe Judge and company in this tough day and age of getting used to being a head coach now. We'll talk about that all. But ladies and gentlemen, stay safe. Try to enjoy this weather, I guess. Comfortable weather. Ted's got to go to work. All right. He's all mad. I know. Don't tell me. Like I said, if you want new shirts, message us. Blue, black, and white. Dry fit or cotton. Let us know. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.